Welcome to another week of It's Just My Thoughts, and I'm your host, Mika Reeves. What's good, y'all? Welcome back to another week. Uh, let's see. What has my week been up to? Man, um, so I'm glad I was able to get this recording in. I had like a, not a busy weekend, but I had a super fun weekend. Um, as you know, I live in Charlotte, and so when it's basketball season, I like to drive down to Columbia um, I'm a huge South Carolina Gamecocks fan, Don Staley fan, so I like to come down and watch the games. And so yesterday we went to uh, the South Carolina game versus Presbyterian, which was bananas. Um, South Carolina women are number one in the country. They played against Presbyterian. Um, they blew them the fuck out. Now, this is what was interesting. So what I like about Don Staley is that she's very intentional about the people that she uh, play against in non-conference. And so she does a lot of uh, HBCUs and things like that. And, um, you know, she talked about recently that she always, you know, uh, like to put HBCUs on the schedule and give, you know, the opportunities for the programs to grow and play against, you know, higher level teams. Because when she was at Temple, uh, Vivian Stringer, Coach Vivian Stringer and uh, Coach Pat Summit gave her the opportunity to play against them. And a lot of people don't necessarily want to have those type games, but she likes to add those in during a non-conference. I also like that, you know, even though it was a blowout, but she's mindful of the fact that, like, you know, they're blowing them the fuck out. And so she still tries to do good sportsmanship. What was interesting, they hit 99 points. The crowd wanted them to score 100 they could have scored a hundred, but Don was like, you know, told them to pull the ball back and just, you know, let the time run out. And that's the things that like people don't see, but that I love about Don because, um, most other people just would have just, you know, annihilated them and it wasn't necessary. You know, the game, I think they won, I think it was 99 to 29. So you won by 70 points. So, I mean, how much more can you beat a team? And, um, I like that she, the crowd was pissed, but I like that she was like, hey, you know, let's let's just end this, you know, like end this game or whatever. But the freshman got a lot of good minutes, so it was a good time. I'm like slowly falling in love with Columbia. Columbia, South Carolina is like a it's a college town, but I'm just finding so much random shit and like the food scene is actually really good. So um we got some good food, we had good drinks, so it was a good time. We stayed up late talking with friends. Um, so it was good time. So I, I had a, I had a pretty, pretty fun weekend. Um, all right. So also I want to also talk about the book club and, uh, don't forget to follow the show, but also follow me on social media. That way you'll get the updates of the show and also the updates for the book club. The, uh, the book that we're on this month is Homegoing. And so if you feel like you have time, you have time. We have three weeks away from the next meeting, which is January 2nd. That's December's meeting. I made it, um, a little after, going into January a little bit just because I wanted to give people enough time to kind of get through the holidays and things like that. So we had it the next week and it's January 2nd is our next meeting. Um, if you feel like that you want to be a part of the book club, all you have to do is just DM me on Instagram or you can email me and all of that is in my bio on here. And that way uh, you can join. It's a virtual book club so you can be anywhere in the world. You don't have to necessarily be in North Carolina with me. You can be anywhere. And there are people in the group that is in other places. So um, and they and they come on because we just do it through Zoom. So that's why you got to contact me to get the information. And that way I can get your email and your information and I can uh, get you the link every month to join the Zoom. But 
we have some really great books planned for 2024. I'm really, really excited about them. So definitely, 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 if you're a reader or you want or your goals for next year is to get into reading more. I had some people in the group that wasn't reading at all. And at the end in January, so the next meeting, we're going to talk about our goals. I made everybody set a reading goal. And there were actually quite a few people in the group that actually met the reading goal. So I was actually really excited about that because, uh, you know, we have some novice readers that like only was reading maybe a book a year, if that. So I was really, really, really excited about that. And I'm really excited about the um, the book club. I mean, it's been a labor of love, but uh, it's something that I wanted to do for a long time. So uh, definitely, if you want to be a part, definitely be a part and just hit me up. Um, my email is IGMT, I, excuse me, IGMT podcast at gmail.com. I couldn't get it out. Uh, and then you can also find me, um, on Instagram at it's just my thoughts underscore podcast. So definitely, uh, send me a DM or email if you want to be a part and I can get you looped in with the other group members. All right. So the mantra of the, of the day is. Today's mantra, I am loving and kind. I attract loving and kind people into my life. Uh, Today, the thought of the week is actually going to be about um, finding and making friends uh, as an adult. So I thought this mantra was very appropriate. I also get these from I am mantra on Twitter. It's actually my favorite profile to follow. I look at them every single morning. So if you like these and you want to follow them, just make sure you pop in there and give them a holler. So, okay, we'll just roll into the deep dive. I don't really have much. Um, I want to talk about just a few things and then we'll go into the thought of the week. So let's just roll into the deep dive. All right. So for the deep dive this week, I wanted to discuss two things that I saw out in social media this week. Um, I didn't, I haven't really been wanting to talk about anything negative, so I'm not really going to go there in regards to just uh, anything negative right now, but I did want to just touch on um, some things that I saw that kind of just was in my mind. So the first thing was Meg Thee Stallion went on live and she was just kind of talking to her fans. This is what's interesting about the media that I hate. And it's part of like my disconnect with social media that like I don't personally like and I don't really... um, I just don't really be on social media a lot because I find it to just be very negative because even with Meg Thee Stallion's live, which I'm about to explain, um, it was such, it was so cut up and uh, chopped and screwed when it actually was a really positive live that I think a lot of people miss because they only took the sound bites out of it. So Meg got on to just talk about her healing journey. And I mean, I actually follow Meg, so I actually see the things she's doing and she, talks really positively she show herself working out and she basically talked really candidly like what what people don't realize is Meg lost she lost her mother but I'm trying to figure out I can't remember was it her mother and her father was her mother and her grandfather grandmother I think she lost I think she lost both parents like in a matter like all at the same time and um but her mom I remember when Meg, like before she really was even big and she was doing like interviews and all that, like her mom, I'm not sure if her mom was like her momager or what, but her mom was like with her like all the time. And I mean, I know what it feels like to lose a parent. I lost my father when I was 27 and it rocked my world and it rocked my world for a very long time. Um, Even, you know, just leading up to him passing. So I just, I just know what that feels like and, and how dark 
you can go because even in my experience with loss, like, and especially at a young age, and you got to think Meg is like a, you know, a millionaire and you got all these people around you that probably just don't wish you well. And she actually spoke about how, like, you know, instead of people around her saying like, you know, Meg, you should go talk to somebody like you need to chill. They more so was like, you know, more so pressing her and pushing her to get fucked up, like to drink, to smoke. And, you know, she was like, basically she was surrounded by people that really just didn't have her best interests in mind. And when you, when you like have extreme loss like that, and, and the fact that she has so much at one time, I mean, it can make you crazy. It can make you do stupid shit. It can make you just not think. And sometimes a lot of people do things to numb their realities. I did it. You know, I didn't do drugs, but I, but I did during a time when my dad had passed, like I did a lot of heavy drinking and I, and I, a lot of just like, um, reckless behavior. Uh, and and it's not, and I don't really like when I look back on it now, like, I don't really even know the rationale behind it, but I was just grieving and hurt and I just wasn't really myself and I just wasn't really thinking. And so you have like a ball of just hurt, madness, despair, and it was just all balled up in there. And it was just no way to really release it. Cause I felt like it was no one that really understood what I was going through. And in hindsight, like one, I should have went to grief um, counseling Two, there were people that was there, like plenty of people that I know if I called, they would have been there for me, but I wasn't in a mindset to where I wanted to let them in. Um, and so I, so I, it resonated with me when she was saying that and she was just saying like, you know, how basically she has just been trying to quiet the noise around her and surround herself around people that mean her well. And, um, so she went into a little bit about like the Tory situation only briefly, but, but with that, that's what everybody is like doing the sound bites on. Because even with that, like, she's like, I told y'all what happened. I told y'all who shot me and y'all are still creating these narratives and wanting to go with whatever narrative you want. And she was like, you know, so what does it even matter? You know, what, what I'm saying, because you already want to want to say, um, what you think, even though I'm telling you, this is who shot me and this is what happened. So I found that to be interesting, but overall, like it was a really positive life. And she basically was just talking about how, like, you know, she's healing, she's getting through it and she's finally at a healthier place, which I really think that she is. And I, I applaud her and I wish people would just like chill, you know, like that's the thing. It's like a lot of times people want to be famous, but I think the, the being famous is a gift and a curse because it's the other side of it. And so many times people treat celebrities like as if they're not human beings, like they're still regular ass people. They're just fucking people. You know, they're just people that just bring entertainment to our lives, but they're still people like how people have been throwing bottles on stages and all this crazy random shit. Like I don't understand that because literally there are people just like you are. So would you want to be doing your job and somebody just fucking hurl, bottles at you on stage it's just weird I just find it to be weird I think we live in a very um I don't know I just think we live in crazy times because I just find it to be really 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 weird um but prayers to Meg though uh I think that um sometimes you got to go through the storm to get to the other side and it seems like she's getting to the other side and I wish that that was what people focused on more was what she was actually talking about instead of just focusing on the one thing like the Tory situation which you know she's trying to get past so also this week, uh, Cardi B has been making noise. Um, 
you know, her and Offset unfollowed each other. So you, I think it's always interesting the way that people literally check this shit like every day to see who's following who. It's just interesting. It's weird. So like the fact that people even noticed that they unfollowed each other is just interesting. But um, so basically it was rumors and rumblings that like, you know, all wasn't well with them. And then it comes out, you know, basically that she is leaving him. So this week she went on live and, you know, Leslie was talking to me about it and she's like, uh, she don't understand like why does Cardi like go on live and like kind of like put her personal shit out there. But, um, but if you actually like know Cardi B's history, like she's always been, um, that type of person. Like she got famous off of, off of, um, social media. Uh, we didn't know who the fuck she was. I mean, but she was doing the, like the funny little, uh, stuff online and all of that. And like, that's how she kind of made herself kind of relevant. Um, it wasn't even, it wasn't even about, um, her being like a stripper or anything. I, I think it was more, I, I knew her more so from social media and her being funny. Like I found her to be really funny and this was before she was rapping. And so, um, so yeah, so with that, like, I think that for some people, you know, like, I don't know. I, I, I just think that they just be wanting to talk it out with the people. And so I don't know what happened. I don't know what offset did. Like, I don't know, um, I know it's rumblings again that like, apparently he's still cheating or he cheated again, which is unfortunate. And this is my thing, like about cheating. Like I actually talk about this all the time because my thing is this, like I, you know, obviously I don't condone it, but I think that a lot of people aren't meant to be monogamous. Monogamy is something that we created. It's not something that you necessarily have to be if you don't, especially if like, you don't even believe in that shit. Like, I just think that where it becomes wrong is that you, you take away people's choice. And I think that you should at least give people the choice. Um, that way, like if you are, if you're a person that know you can't be faithful, like you should give somebody a choice to whether or not they want to deal with some shit like that beforehand, like tell them, tell them. Cause most times if you tell somebody, um, you know what you got going on, or if you tell them like, um, you know, you tell them the truth or, at, or, or say something, have conversations about it. I think most times you will get what you want. And then there are some people who is like completely against it. Like, no, they want you to be with just them. But you have some people out here that's actually fine with open situations. I just think people should be more honest about what it is they want to do. Um, instead of just like fucking somebody over, I felt really bad for Cardi. I, I didn't really want to like want to watch it, but I ended up watching it cause it was like everywhere. I felt really bad for her because she seems really hurt. Now, the one thing I do disagree with the media is that like, I do think that she has made herself small for him. She kind of, you know, like invasion, uh, what is it? Invasion of privacy. That CD was, was like a fucking hit. And so she was like literally at the top. I don't necessarily think that like people were saying like she sacrificed her career for him. I don't necessarily think that's true. Cause I don't really think her, her career is like over or something. So I don't know why people have been saying that, but I think women do it all the time. They dim their light for men all the time. Um, you know, to make them feel better or whatever. I mean, we see it even with the Tiana and Iman situation. Like she was working before she got with him and she was, you know, booked and busy and then he didn't want her to work. So, you know, then she didn't work and she tried to be in support to him and the kids. And it's, it's just crazy. So I just think that, you know, I, I think it's weird when people are like, they, I don't know, they didn't want you to dim their light to make them feel better. I feel like if you're in situations like that with somebody else, it's never going to end well because you literally, you're dealing with an insecure person and it's in most times it's always going to be like just other shit. 
but she was like crying and, um, you know, just saying how like, you know, he fucked her over. And I mean, I hate when stuff play out in the media and play out on social media. And I don't really know why, but maybe they aren't talking. Maybe he aren't, he isn't picking up the phone. I don't know. Like maybe she knew this was going to get to him because obviously it's everywhere. So, you know, it was going to get to him, but I don't know. I don't know why people, um, I don't know why people just go on social media, but I did really feel bad for her because, um, it was just heartbreaking to see. Cause you can tell that like, she's really, really, really hurt and fucked up. And, um, I just hope that whatever healing that she needs, I hope that she gets it. And, you know, she had made a statement saying like, she's going into the new year, trying to focus on, um, herself and unload the, the, you know, the baggage or whatever. So, and hopefully she does. And, um, you know, hopefully they're able to in, in some kind of capacity in the future, like, you know, co-parent and things like that. But, um, I, I really did feel bad seeing that, seeing that live. And, and now it's like, everybody has an opinion about it and we don't even know what's going on and we don't even know their insides of their shit. And it's just not our business at the end of the day. Um, but I saw that and it really honestly, like, like broke my heart because Cardi, you can tell Cardi be kicking it. She be chilling. And I like Cardi. Like I actually like, um, when she does go on social media and she talks to like politics and all that, because if you actually listen to Cardi, like she actually make a lot of sense. Um, and some shit just be funny, but I like her. I like her a lot. Um, that's all I really have for hot topics. Um, let's see. Color purple comes out on Christmas day. I talked about that last week, but, um, it's all sold out here. So I don't even, I've, I've been trying to go see it on Christmas and I don't think I'm going to be able to. So, um, we're going to see, but, uh, uh, I'm really excited about that, but that's all I have for hot topics this week. I didn't want to go too much. It's, you know, what's crazy is it's actually a lot of shit that I could talk about, but there's, it's so much sadness and darkness and negativity that like literally I, I just don't want to focus on, like, I don't really even want to talk about it because I feel like that's all you see all the time. And then the stuff that's positive, they never really want to talk about the positive shit. And like, so for me, like, I, I just haven't really felt like talking about negative stuff. And then the same breath, like I really just haven't felt like even just allowing myself to even be like in a negative place. So I think that's probably why it's hard for me to, um, you know, talk about some of the things going on because it's just, I I find a lot of stuff to be unfortunate and just really fucking sad. But at some point I'm going to talk about it at some point and give my, you know, opinions, but let's just roll into the thought of the week. Right. So this week I wanted to talk about, uh, for the thought of the week, making friends as an adult, which is actually a very daunting thing. Um, I think when you're, uh, younger, you have an easier time with finding friends because you have school friends and then you have friends that you meet, uh, in college that might end up like, like for myself personally, almost all of my friends, besides the ones that I'm like enjoying getting to know now as an adult and like meeting new people as an adult. But all of my friends before that were all my friends from high school or college. Um, I didn't have, I don't have any friends that I met like in between 
I'm just really blessed to have long lasting friends where I haven't had to, you know, just like, I don't have any friends. I do have a lot. Um, but I did move to a new area. And so, um, you know, I moved from, from Greensboro, North Carolina to Charlotte, North Carolina. And so, uh, I don't have, I don't have a set of group of friends that like, you know, I can just call and say, Hey, do you want to go get some coffee? You know, which I'm kind of getting to a place that I'm, that I'm meeting people now. And so I kind of wanted to talk about some things that we can think about when it comes to finding friends as an adult. So when Les moved up from Greensboro, um, I told her, I'm like, well, we had a long conversation about it. And I'm like, well, you know, I'm starting school soon. And so, um, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to have as much free time to where like, I'm going to be able to do all this shit with you. So I just told her, you know, you're going to have to find you a little, you know, village of people and, you know, it's just really hard to do. So, you know, my suggestion was to join, um, you know, we're foodies and, uh, I know some people that was in Yelp Elite and Yelp Elite is basically, uh, um, it's a specific group that basically, um, you get to go and review places and things like that, but you come together and you have, you know, you, you can meet people through the events, the private events that you go to. And she's actually met quite a few people through the private events, which has been really cool here in Charlotte. And, uh, and she also joined this, um, this brunch group that just, you know, she had never met these women before they meet. Um, I think it's like, uh, it's every month, but it's once a month and they meet at different brunch spots and they have dinner they have breakfast and, um, and that's been cool. And so that was part of my, you know, suggestions. So my first suggestion is like, find some hobbies, you know, figure out what your hobbies are, what you're interested in. Like for me, I've met a lot of new people through my book club, you know, people that I didn't know. And so we are actually able to talk more. We talk at the book club meetings, but we have a group me chat and that we all kind of talk and interact with each other in a group me. So that was a area that I was able to find like-minded people um, that share the same passions. I also suggest, you know, finding like-minded people, like things you have in common with, uh, it makes it easier to vibe. You know, I'm always hesitant with meeting new people just because I feel like as I've gotten older, I'm a little more guarded with my energy and my time. So I just literally want simplicity and all I can really afford currently in my life is, is simple, um, simplistic relationships with people like that's, that's all I want. And, uh, just because my life can be chaotic at times when the semester starts back, you know, I'm going to have less time. And so I just don't need people that require a lot of energy. I feel like the people that know me, like they understand, like I can still shoot you a text, you know, I'll still call every, you know, every now and again to check in, like when I feel like it's gone a while, but for the most part, like, um, I, you know, you can't take offense if we don't talk per se, uh, like on the phone or something like that or hang out all the time because I literally don't have time to hang out all the time. And so a lot of times I have to be really intentional with my time. And I do try to, you know, link with my friends like for, for lunch or dinner, but that's like the most that I can do. Um, and so for me, like, it's important for me to find, if I do meet new friends and things like that, it's important for me to find friends that understand what I have going on because I don't really desire friendships that have, uh, this, this, that like have a huge requirement of me. I think it's weird to even have friendships like that in general. Like, yeah, like check in, like, I think I'm a great friend, right? Like I check in, I do all the things, but 
I just, it's, it's not that many people that I talk to every single day besides like maybe, you know, my sister. And I have a few friends that I talk to every single day, but it might not be long conversations. It might be a text message. It might be, um, you know, a quick little conversation, like while they're driving to work or things like that. But it's not like where, you know, I'm just on phone for hours and hours and hours. Cause I don't have that to give anybody, but what I'm, I've always been blessed with that. I have friends that actually understand. And so they don't sit and get upset if like, you know, we didn't talk for, you know, two hours or they called me on Monday and I didn't answer. And I called them back on Wednesday you know, like, I'm like, if it's an emergency, like, let me know that, like, tell me, Hey, Mika, I really need to talk to you. Then boom, I'm there. But if it's something I'm like, okay, you know, I'm going to hit them when I'm, when I have a free moment and I give them, I can give them more of my attention. Then usually sometimes that's what I'll do. If I can't get to the phone at that time, like if I missed a call or something, you know, I, I might return it later. And, um, it works out for me because I am very honest and upfront about that. But sometimes when I talk to people about their friendships, I just find it interesting to, to even have those type of friendships. Cause I think that's a lot as an adult, you know, we're all navigating work, lives, families, relationships. I think it's a lot to have that level of requirement from a friend. Like I don't, I don't date you, you know? So, but I'm here for you. Just like I know if I ever needed them, they're here for me, but I don't require them to constantly be at my beck and call. Cause you're my, you're just my friend. Like it's, it's not like for me, it's not that serious because I understand that we all have life. Another cool thing is, um, is joining like meetup groups. Now I know that could be kind of, uh, scary and daunting for some people. Like I'm an introvert extrovert. So when I first meet somebody, I am very chill. I like to peep the scene. I like to see how, you know, I feel. And then I kind of will open up a little more over time. So I'm not like one of those people that's like, you know, the, the star of the show, it just depends, you know, but if I feel comfortable in the space, then I'm probably a lot more talkative, a lot more, you know, chill. But, um, at first I'm, I'm pretty chill, just trying to fill you out, weed you out, but there's meetup groups. So when I first came up to Charlotte, um, I went to a few like meetings through meetup, like for things that I was interested in. I thought about joining a book club in person that met here, but I ended up not because I, I was in this virtual one. Um, and so then I ended up creating my own. But I also kind of wanted to, maybe I will in the future, like look at other groups that I'm interested in. Like uh, I'm really into gaming. And so there's gaming groups that I found. I actually joined a discord, but I haven't gone to any events yet just because I just haven't. But that's something that I actually want to do in the future because they have tournaments and things like that. And it's just like a really cool, um, the group is actually really cool. And like they do a lot of community service. And so for me, like that's actually something that's very important to me. And so that's why I wanted to join them. And so I joined uh, the group. I just haven't attended any events yet because I just really haven't had the most time in the world. But that was the instance where I was able to find something that I liked. Um, I know one of my other friends, she moved here from uh, another state and she was telling me that she joined this backpacking group. So I thought that was pretty cool. And and that's literally what you're going to have to do. You're going to have to really put yourself out there and try to find... um, you know, first I think it starts with finding things that you're interested in, like you're genuinely interested in and then finding a group to see how you connect. And, and don't get me wrong. Like you might go to a group, you might not like that shit and that's okay. Go find another one to where you might, you know, even if you meet one person, you might meet one great person that end up being, um, a lifelong friend, you know, who knows, or a friend 
that you connect with for this hobby that y'all get together to do this hobby. Um, I think friendships to me as an adult look more like that. Like sometimes when I, um, this week I've had a lot of conversations about friendships. And sometimes when I sit and think about some of the friendships that I used to have and like some of the reasons why I stopped talking to certain people, I think when you're younger, it's easier for you to say like, um, I think it's easier to be like in toxic relationships, even friendships that you don't really realize. Like I know we've, you, I don't know if it's any person that can't say they haven't had like one friend that's just their fucking rowdy friend, their ratchet friend, you know, they always getting them into some shit you know, got shit popping off, you know, or you want to drag you along. I've been dragged along to a lot of shit when I was young that I'm like, why the fuck am I here? And, um, and so as I got older and, you know, started growing up, well, obviously those type of relationships didn't really align with me as a person. So I had to get rid of some of those relationships. I actually lost a few other relationships just because, you know, I'm in a committed relationship and I had friends that were still, you know, cheating and doing things and just that wasn't, that didn't align with me. And so I couldn't be that friend for them anymore because, you know, I'm in a relationship that I'm committed to. And so I didn't want to be put in situations where it could affect my relationship based on shit that you're out here doing. And just cause I'm with you now I'm a part of it. And I really didn't want that. So I had to cut off a lot of people as I started maturing as a person and they did not, but it's just interesting. Like some of the friendships that I had that I have no clue, uh, you know, like why I was even carrying on, but I think it's easier when you're younger and you don't quite like, you don't really know the world. Like you don't really know certain things. And I think it's easier to just, um, just go along with it and just be in it. And so for me, I've been thankful that I've had a core set of people that I've had pretty much my whole, uh, adult life that keep me grounded and they understand me. They understand the method to the madness. They support me. I support them. And so it's been easier for me, but I know like, you know, in the future when I graduate school and I start building my own practice, um, that I'm going to have to start putting myself in these spaces and I'm going to have to start putting myself out there with networking and meeting new people. So this is actually an area for me that I actually am trying to work on as well, as far as like letting my guard down a little bit to where like, I'm not just so kind of like introverted where I come off, um, standoffish or, you know, like I don't talk much and what's going on with her, that type thing. Cause I think sometimes like I can be a little guarded at first, like just trying to peep the scene. And so I'm trying to actually work on some of those things. So when Les is out here in the world, she's more sociable than I am. Sometimes I join her uh, on some of her outings. And so I've tried to be more kind of personable and uh, allowing myself just to have fun, you know, and uh, and it's been really cool. We've actually met two couples that we've uh, really enjoyed. And it's been really nice to actually have a couple friends that you can travel with and do stuff with. And so it's been really cool. And, uh, I really appreciate that. And I think if it wasn't for, you know, Les kind of being the one that's really out there, I probably would still kind of be in my bubble. So she actually does kind of push me out of my bubble sometimes and forces me to be sociable, but I do appreciate it. Cause I, I actually need that. And I think the most important thing just to close out our conversation today is just to find your village. And that's what I mean. I think I'm blessed to have a village that I've had for a long time, but you know, if I didn't have one, I feel like I still have room and space to find um, a niche and a village that that works with me and that's surrounded by love. Friendships shouldn't be complicated. 
It shouldn't be crazy. It should just be chill. And that's what I desire. That's what I ultimately look for. I think if I met somebody that had a lot of chaos going on, it wouldn't, it just wouldn't work with me. It wouldn't be my thing, but, um, but yeah, but I mean, it's not, but it just, I think it just depends on the person more so and what, what you, what you rock with and what you don't. But, um, we can continue this conversation on social media. I actually want to know your thoughts on how it is for you with finding relationships as adults. Do you think that you have any difficulties? And if so, I would like to know, you know, what those are and let's just have a conversation. So I'm going to, when I post this episode, I'm going to also post this question and pose this question on social media. So definitely respond. Let's keep the conversation going and just share your thoughts with me. Don't forget to follow the show. You can find me on every streaming platform, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, SoundCloud, wherever um, your listening preferences are, you can pretty much find the show. So definitely follow, uh, like, leave a rating, subscribe. Uh, tell a friend, tell a friend. But uh, I also thank you so much for listening. Smika here and I appreciate you.